Welcome to Thriving Moms of Autistics podcast, a free resource for moms raising young autistic children. I am your host, Dr. Christina Wilson. I created Thriving Moms of Autistics after years of experience working with families and having my own autistic child. I coach moms of young autistics one-on-one to tap into their strengths, create a supportive community, set firm boundaries, and raise their autistic child with confidence. Subscribe to the podcast and check out the earlier episodes so you don't miss a thing. Now, let's get to it. Hello, moms. I'm so happy you're taking some time to invest in yourselves by listening. Isn't it frustrating when someone looks at you like you have three heads for making a simple request regarding your child? People tend not to understand because our child's needs are unusual in comparison to a neurotypical child's needs. They simply don't understand the meaning behind your request. In this episode, I explore those feelings as a mom of an autistic and remind you that you don't have three heads and your child's needs are just as important. Find the transcript for this episode at thrivingmomsofautistics.com slash 11. I would love your input, so please leave a review on Apple Podcast. And when you do, others will be able to find the podcast too. Let's share the love and help other moms. It's natural for moms of autistics to advocate for their child. It doesn't feel good when those simple requests go ignored or misunderstood. In fact, your advocacy doesn't make you a bad person or a needy person, even if someone infers this is the case. It makes you a good mom. Others' ideas about you don't paint an accurate picture of who you are as a mom or as a person. I am one of the most flexible people you will ever meet. Moms of autistics are flexible at their core. They must be, given their circumstances. Yet others view them as difficult or impossible. Does that sound selfish on their end? Eh, sometimes, but it mostly is based on the fact that they don't have the experience of raising an autistic, making it hard for them to understand. As moms, we might not start out with high levels of flexibility, but raising an autistic requires you to transform into a highly flexible mom. So how do you deal with those who refuse to get autism? There will be those who just simply refuse to budge. That doesn't mean that you don't follow through with your request, your child's safety always comes first. What does that mean? You know that your child has triggers. You know what they are. But others do not because they don't know your child like you do. Our job as moms is to set up our child for success, not failure. 
This is why we make these requests of others. That's being a good mom, not a difficult mom. When your child is doing well, so are you. This is a type of self-care. This is why setting boundaries with others is so important. So how do you help others grow in their autism journey? I set firm boundaries with my son too that are developmentally appropriate. This is how he learns. I'm also aware of what he can handle and I don't push him until he's ready. This is what we call meeting them where they're at. We must meet all individuals where they are to facilitate change. You might want someone to join your autism journey, but they simply aren't ready. That doesn't mean they won't be ready at some point. You know the old saying, you can lead the horse to the water, but you can't force them to drink. So true. Don't try to herd cats. If someone isn't willing to budge, when you set up boundaries, you can walk away from that. You are advocating for you and your child and creating a safe space for both of you to grow and to feel cared for. It shouldn't be one-sided. So how do you help others understand autism? People who see the meaning behind your boundaries will meet you halfway. They will at least try to understand why and show some flexibility. How does this happen? And one word, education. Not only are you a mom of an autistic, but you are an educator too. I do a lot of educating. It is up to the individual to choose to understand or not. That is out of your control. You gave them the information and they must choose to use it. When others do not understand our methods of parenting, it is usually written all over their face or in their tone of voice or in their body language you will become quite skilled at recognizing this if you haven't already. I often ask, you seem like you have questions. How can I help? That opens up the conversation and educational opportunity. They tend to let their guard down at that point. Do you have to do this when others are hostile? Absolutely not. We encountered a young childless couple at the zoo shortly after our son's diagnosis. Our son was, and still, is a runner. You know what I'm talking about. He is incredibly fast. We wanted him to have some autonomy and not be confined to the stroller. So we got him a backpack with a harness to keep him safe. Based on their demeanor and words. 
They were obviously disgusted by your decision. That was an exhausting day. So I smiled and I moved on. They clearly were not in a place to hear my message. As long as I'm keeping my child safe, I'm okay with that. I met them where they were at and maintained our boundaries. I let it go. Don't hang on to others' negativity. You don't deserve it. And the next week, consider those moments that you could have educated others and set firm boundaries when making requests. How might you do things different in the future? Thanks for listening to Thriving Moms of Autistics podcast. Be sure to leave a review and tell other moms of autistics about the podcast. Let's support each other. Find the full transcript for this episode at thrivingmomsofautistics.com. And be assured, you are not alone in your journey.